0: Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining the Pastor Resources Podcast. We hope you enjoy the reading of our latest article. This article is brought to you by LifeWay. Be guided through Scripture by biblical scholar, pastor, and teacher Dr. Tony Evans with their new resource. Learn more at the end of this reading. Feeding the Virtual Flock, or the Seven Deadly Sins of Church Email Church emails can be a real blessing. Communicating encouragement concerns, information about the activities of the church body, service schedules and details, links to online services and classes, expectations for the future, and even teaching, a wide variety of information, the how-to of church life during the pandemic. Many will find that, even when the pandemic is gone, they'll want to continue the practice of sending regular emails to the congregation. Still, Church emails can present difficulties that sometimes irritate already frayed relations of the church with its isolated congregants. As the curator of the Christian Quotation of the Day, a daily Christian email that has run for 25 years, I've seen many of those problems in my own email ministry, as well as those of the churches I've attended over that time. So, let me draw on that experience and present the seven deadly sins of church emails. Sin number one, breaking your publication schedule. If your email is regularly sent on Thursday at 3 p.m., make sure it goes out on that day, at that time, every time. By having a regular church email, you've created an expectation. Don't frustrate that. Sin number two, exposing HTML gobbledygook. Make sure that the formatting of your church email works every time, or you can end up sending some mighty puzzling or funny-looking emails. Your computer geek can show you ways of checking the appearance of your email before you send it. I'm my own geek. If you aren't your own geek, you need to get one. Hide links so that they look like this, not like https://www.mychurch.com//impenetrable forward, slash, forward, slash, underscore gobbledygook.html. Sin number three: using inconsistent organization. Your church email should have the same general organization every time so that people know where to look for the information they're most interested in. When you must change the format, give people some warning like, welcome to our new church email format. Sin number four, using email for high-priority or emergency communications. Absolutely not. Not ever. If there is an important or critical event, use the church's telephone tree and back it up with an email or another means of communication. But never forget, Email is inherently unreliable. Sin number five confronting your readers with a long, multi page, unbroken block of prose. Just don't. No explanation needed. Sin number six leaving your readers wondering how to get more information. With CQOD, I back up the daily email post with a comprehensive, indexed website, Facebook page and daily posts, daily Twitter posts, and a downloadable smartphone format all containing relevant links. This may be more than your church wants to invest in, but your congregation needs a way to get all the information elsewhere when the periodic email fails for any reason. Sin number seven, including the full names of members who are not officers or clergy. Remember that email is not secure, so it should never contain any personal or confidential information. A prayer and a sick list should at the very most contain We are praying for Nancy G. and Bob A. And don't even think about announcing memorial services by email. Email is the domain of brevity and succinctness. With a regular church email, you have at most three minutes of their attention, maybe less. Limit the words to the essentials. Employ illustrations, but in moderation. When you're sending emails to the congregation, you are literally sending blessings to those precious believers who are in your care. Be genuine, but frugal in your blessings. The Savior only gave nine blessings, beatitudes, and they were all very short. Robert McAnally Adams is a retired mathematician and curator of the Christian Quote of the Day. See cqod.com. Within our hearts is a desire to discover God. Do you want to see Him? To experience Him? To know His story? Learn more about the Tony Evans Study Bible now